double listen. This person talking to you right now, the professional pop culture man, yeah. was, uh, do you know how long he spent looking for it on Netflix? <laughs> he looks so, uh, I was like, Ashley, it, it has to be here. Also, I caught glass onions and that's just going to be how I am. And I know that sounds testicular, but it's just like, you can't get that close and not expect me to call it that. No, Sorry. That's true. Hello and welcome to episode number 482 of the podcast. I'm your host, Knox McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful ADC and we're committed to educating you on things that entertain but do not matter. To find out more about these curational pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Podcast, and we're on Twitter at PodcastPod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be doing the Smooch, Mary, and Kills of December. But before we do that, this past week, we at the PNG, along with many of you, celebrated Small Business Saturday. Now, we celebrated by just existing. So we're so thankful for your support with every listen and like and follow and high five to those of you who support us on Patreon. We're so grateful. Did you know that some members of our team are also existing as small businesses too? Aaron and Knox have their newsletters on Substack. Madison has a football podcast with her brother called Bragging Rights. Uh, Jason Waterfalls works diligently for us and on the Over Under Achievers podcast. Indy, our community manager for the podcast, she just launched a cool site called Era's Outfits, which combines fashion and a love for Taylor Swift in all her iterations. You actually take a little quiz and it tells you which era you're in. I'm in the red era. Thank you so much. I just ordered a sweatshirt from her. I'm so excited. We'll include links in the show notes so you can wander around and support not only the podcast, but the folks who make it possible too. And note, they don't have these side gigs because we don't pay them a fair wage. It's because they're multi-passionate. No rumors. Okay? No rumors. That's true. That's true. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah. All right, Jamie, uh, it's time for the Smooth Spring Kill of December. This Yay! feels right. This feels good. There's so much happening in December. So I feel like it's so important to really help the people, the listeners know, like, what to pay attention to, what to leave. Listen, alone. this has to be, I would argue, Charles Dickens' favorite month because it is the best of times and the worst of times. Mm. Look, I think professionally there's a bit of a pass on being super productive because you, what are you going to do? You're off 17 days. What are you going to do? You're not, you know what I mean? So you're going to ease out of the year. But personally, I think there are very high expectations, all of which I think all of us need to accept that we will not be able to meet. Okay. Can you come to this five favorites party, the sturdy Santa cocktail hour, this hometown parade, this children's performance of the Nutcracker, but it's only one act instead of two. So it'll be real easy to attend on your lunch hour or this day of Santa service in honor of veterans who had their appendix removed while serving <sighs> in Vietnam. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm, I'm, I want to support all those things, but I just don't have the time. It's too chaotic. And then forget about your email situation. I mean, because you get, hey, remember when you bought a mattress from us seven years ago? You want something else from us? Because we're having a sale today. It's the last Monday sale before Christmas. It's our last sale before Christmas. It's the last two hours of our sale before Christmas. And then on Christmas Day, you get that awful email that we all got on Thanksgiving, which is, we just, we just thank you for loving us. Like we It's love us you. here at Tired Discounters. And we wanted you to know we love you. 
as well. God, marketers, stop sending those emails. They're so annoying. And then at the end, it'll be like, P.S., we freaking opened it for you tomorrow for our best deals on pillows of 2022. I just, it's too much. Would you rather tired discounters tell you that they love you on Christmas or that they denounce Kanye West and his anti-Semitic remarks? I would prefer the denouncing of anti-Semitism. Thank you. I just, on like... On on matters of celebrity problematic stuff, and, like, I just I don't need anyone talking to me. Okay, everybody can can stand down. I'll make my own decisions. I don't need to know um, what the spa I got uh, a massage at in Hawaii on my anniversary trip three years ago thinks about Kyrie Irving. I just don't need to know anymore. It's preposterous. You know what we started doing uh, uh, for uh, Thanksgiving, and I think th- this has some legs. We didn't plan something special. Or, or, or do like a different event. We just did the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Instead of Friendsgiving, we just had drinks with people and we called oh. it Drinksgiving. <gasps> so we're just going to go out with friends again before Christmas and we'll call it Drinksmas. And so it doesn't have, you don't have to bring anything. There's not a gift exchange. You know, you don't have to bring your favorites or like worship the veterans with appendix issues. You just go get <laughs> drinks and call it something weird. I think that could work. I kind of know? love that. No, that's, a, listen, let's institute Drinksmas or yeah. our Drinksica. Drink, all of it. Just drinks on anything. Drinks Whatever yeah. we need. Yeah. We can. Well, Happy it's there. new drinks. <laughs> Like, See, it. perfect. Learn a new drink and celebrate right. the new year. And I think, you know, uh, what's what's happening in pop culture really reflects that quiet quitting of humanity as well, because <laughs> it really is just a best of list. It's like best of CDs, best of vinyl, best of blog posts and all that stuff. People are mailing in. It's Hallmark movies. It's Christmas theme episodes. And I just think everyone's so out of routine. Like you said, that um, everything feels out of order. So there's no there's no um, uh, path to follow. So I think this is, of all the Smooch Marie Kills for the months that we've done, I think this is probably the most important one. That's right. Done. And listen, I know you say they're phoning it in, but sometimes you do want to see Mariah Carey and Bear Grylls be naked and afraid at the North Pole. Like, you love I mean, the theme. You I'm love not against the theme. that. I'm not against, especially given her turn, uh, where honestly, I've seen a lot of lip syncing in my day. Probably the worst <laughs> lip syncing I've ever seen on the, on the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade that she turned in. It was. It was toxic. Here, I I will say this. I feel like this is going to be the month where we spend so much time wondering why does James Cameron keep begging us to go see his movie? Like, why do I keep seeing him on TikTok doing ads for Avatar 17? Why? Here's the thing I wonder is, does James Cameron even like movies? Because I don't think he does. We will talk about this. We will get to (laughs) it. We will get to it. But before we start, we just want to explain like what this is. Like if you haven't listened before or if you've listened before, but you just didn't care to listen like attentively, um, the Smooch Mary Kill episodes, I think, you know, from time to time we do preview episodes, like big, broad preview episodes, but those are so concentrated on one kind of medium and, and they're projected pretty far out. We don't really get to talk about all of pop culture in a in a sort of uh, limited snapshot from month to month. So that's what this episode is. We're going to uh, do that snapshot of December pop culture, and we're going to use this to help guide you on what content uh, that you should either smooch, marry, or kill. Now, again, uh, smooch means something you should give a shot to. Marry means something we should, we think you should commit some time to. And kill doesn't mean literally murder because we're not about that life, but we do think it's something you should abandon. Like you should kill the temptation to spend time with this thing. So, you know, some months, like if we do a July and our October. Those are banger months. Oh, I'm gonna have a lot of smooches breezy. and marries. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Did you find yourself like going more smooch, marry, or kill for December? Listen, it's a lot of kill, and it was it's hard because I, I had. And I'll, you'll, you'll, when I get to a marry, you're gonna be like, she really made that fit into this it's a stretch. Category. It's a- like, she <laughs> now we do smooch, marry, kill every Friday on our Instagram, and so in that context, smooch means movies, marry means series or books, and kill means everything. That, that falls into that category. We recently did a best and worst holiday movies and where to watch them. Mm-hmm. So it's like 96 movies on seven platforms. And then uh, your birthday is this month. And so there's That's a right. very special uh, SMK coming up where you shared nine of your favorites, watches and reads of 2022. And then we have a very special staff SMK where they share their smooch merry kills of the holidays. And I'm going to be honest, it gets personal because somebody smooched something that someone else killed on wow staff. so wow. it was it's a it's a delight so make sure you're following us at the podcast on instagram I, I expect to see somebody saying world star in the comments for that and just like understand you know <laughs> understand know what, what it means. means yeah um okay so let's start with uh smooch jimmy what is something in december you think oh we should give a shot to well i do think it is a wonderful season to go to the movies um and i do think because obviously there's a mix of oscar bait and then here's where you what you can show your kids if you want to 
you know, tap out for two hours, right? And so I'm going to make a few suggestions of movies that I think you will want to add. And I think two everybody knows about, and then maybe two you don't know about, but I know about because of TikTok. So the first is uh, Guillermo del Toro. I realized after Crimson Peak, I now have a season pass for him. Okay. And I know you didn't like the fish sex movie. I love Shape of Water. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's not an Oscar winner. It's fine. Okay. It literally is an Oscar winner. So... It shouldn't be. It's, it should not be. An Oscar. <laughs> so Guillermo, Guillermo, why can't I say his name? It's gonna be. It's a tough. It's a tough pull to say. It Del Toro. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Guillermo, he may he has now done a version of Pinocchio. It comes out December 9th. And why I love it is because the Tom Hanks one was so widely panned, and everyone hated it, both audience and critics. I'm glad that he's coming in. And me like I'm gonna show you how it's done and the early reviews are it's now certified fresh at 95% so this is a movie that you're gonna want to take your kids to but that you're also gonna enjoy also I was really ticked this weekend because I wanted to go see Glass Onion colon and eyes out mystery right and yeah did it come to Birmingham no it did not and so when listeners on this past week's SMK were like oh my gosh Glass Onion was amazing I was like how dare you live in LA or Chicago or New York it makes Listen. me so mad it also didn't come to Chattanooga, Tennessee. I can promise you that. <laughs> and double listen, this person talking to you right now, the professional pop culture man, yeah. was, do you know how long he spent looking for it on Netflix? <laughs> he looked so, uh, I was like, Ashley, it, it has to be here. Also, I caught glass onions and that's just going to be how I am. And I know that sounds testicular, but it's just like, you can't get that close and not expect me to call it that. No, Sorry. That's true. So it does come to Netflix, but not until December 23rd, the night before uh, Drinksmas. So that's so annoying. It's very annoying. But again, y'all, this is the uh, sequel, but not sequel. Like you don't have to have seen Knives Out, although Knives Out is excellent, but it's Ryan Johnson, Detective Blanc played by Daniel Craig. <laughs> He's headed to Greece to uncover a mystery. And then it's Kate Hudson. It's Catherine Hahn, Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Leslie Odom Jr. I'm, I'm very excited. So, and then the TikTok suggestions are, <laughs> listen, I did not understand why everybody was uh, doing a Matilda dance on TikTok this weekend. And I was like, what's happening? What's happening? And it's because there's a new Matilda. The musical is coming out on December 25th. It will be on Netflix as well. And Mrs. Trunchbull is Emma Thompson. Miss Honey is Lashana Lynch. Like, I'm so excited. And look, I learned that dance. I can do it. Like, those kids running through those halls, it was magical. I'm very excited. And I don't even like musicals, but I'm very excited about this. And then, of course, the final one is uh, White Noise, Noah Baumbach. This is all I need. Noah Baumbach mm -hmm. directs Greta Gerwig, his partner, Sure. And Adam Driver. That's as it. the sweetener. That's, that's the cherry on know. top. That's all yeah. I need to know. So that's my that's my smooch. Well, for different reasons, every time I know a Noah Bombback movie is coming out, I have pause because oh. I watch the the squid and the whale and the elephant, and there's a scene where some a, a kid smears body fluid on a library book in a library. And for those reasons, I always just have a little bit of a caution flag with Listen, Noah Baumbach. That's real life. Like it's not I, real life. It's not my real life. I wouldn't. Unacceptable. I, don't look those library books. Let's stop banning books and let's make sure people aren't smearing <laughs> stuff on books. How about that, guys? Ridiculous. Yeah, Did you know that in the Pinocchio uh, movie, which is called Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, like uh, excellent marketing. He puts his name in everything now. Did you notice, know like uh, something the Curiosity Show that he has the series? He's like perfect. It's Guillermo. Del Should this be Jimmy Golden's the podcast with? Should not. I can. I can stop you there. But, but Guillermo del Toro's movie with the guy with the eyeballs on his hands. Yeah. Great. I love that. I know. I'm sorry. But I'm not confusing this with Tom Hanks. That's the important part. But there, uh, Finn Wolfhard is in this. Um, the creepy janitor from Harry Potter is in this. And then two parts of Oh Brother Where Art That Tim Blake Nelson and John Turturro. They're both in this. So I'm oh. I'm all in. I'm oh, so and our beloved Tilda Swinton. Come on. Oh yeah. Christoph yeah. Waltz, let's go. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a movie as well for okay. one of my smooches. Uh, and it is the movie Violent Night, starring <gasps> David Harbour. Okay. Now I'm seeing there's a lot of positive buzz. Uh, there's a lot of brand recognition uh, right now uh, in some of the tracking services. If you haven't watched the show, here's what you need to know. It's like Home Alone meets The Purge meets John Wick. Okay. So all of those are good things. I think we're underestimating how much Taken and John Wick have influenced movies outside of Marvel, you know, <laughs> right, like right. The, you can draw a line to either one of those movies probably, but like in this trailer is Santa Claus killing people with ornaments and candy canes. Check. Of course he is. Right. Is he saying things like 
Santa Claus is coming to town and time for season's beatings. Yes, of course he is. Is he interplaying with reindeers over reindeer poop? Of course he is. This looks amazing. John Leguizamo is in this. Beverly D'Angelo from oh, the National Vacation, yes. or I'm sorry, the uh, National Lampoon's Vacation franchise is in this. Um, I'm so excited. I can't wait to watch this. Sometimes you just need a simple movie. Sometimes you just yeah. want Santa Claus beating people up and this is what this looks like. Is it weird wait. that I, even though he's bloody in every uh, still I've seen from this movie, I'm like, Still got it. Love David Harbour. Like, David Harbour is the quintessential hot dad bod. Like, he's he is. And I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, we've, as a people, you know, we've regressed in a lot of ways. But one thing we're getting uh, better at is just, like, we're letting schlubbier and schlubbier dudes be, like, action stars. And uh, David Harbour, I've, I like that he just got roasted on Stranger Things when he got skinny. And everyone's like, that's weird. This looks uncomfortable. You need to gain weight. <laughs> so now he gained, he, now he's literally like Santa Claus, a guy with a pot belly, and he's pounding beers and he's beating people up. I think I like that. I think I like dad bods like beating people up. I no, think that's a good 100%. thing. 100%. That's so, what I want. That's what I want. Yeah. Okay. My next smooch is here's the thing. When we posted the SMK of like where to watch all the holiday movies, people came for us that we included Peacock. <laughs> but here's the thing. Netflix has like one decent Christmas movie. And then they're just like, no, we have all these originals. We don't want any classics. We're not going to pay for those. We want to pay extra to have a C-list star from a 1990 sitcom (laughs) be in this mediocre rom-com at Christmas. But listen, Peacock, there's some great things on Peacock. So actually my smooch for everybody is this is a great season to try out a streaming service that you have never tried. Okay. Because a lot of us have the, the classics, um, the HBO Max and the Disney Plus and the Netflix. But maybe this is the time for you to get Apple. Maybe this is the time for you to try Paramount Plus. Maybe this is the time for you to try Peacock. And I'm going to make a case for Peacock specifically because I'm going to tell you what to watch. Get a free trial, seven days, knock out a few shows, do one month, pay the, you know, I think with Peacock, you can even get it free. You can't see everything for free, but like for it's four ninety nine. Like take five dollars. If you can't get Peacock for free, we have failed as a society. <laughs> honestly, right now. That's right. So I'm going to recommend some shows and some movies. So all green lights from the PMG. Okay. So the first uh, show is Girls Five Eva. Y'all, this is an all female '90s girl group who gets back together in their fifties. Uh, it is all the best people. It went. It was nominated for Emmys. It's a great, fun, stupid ridiculously great show uh it has sarah Bareilles as the star it's very good and then we are lady parts is a sitcom all female all muslim punk rock band which sounds chaotic and it is and it's a delight and then also one of my favorite sitcoms of all time is streaming on peacock and that is superstore it's basically a sitcom starring america ferrera it's set in like the equivalent of a Walmart. It is top notch, a great ensemble cast. And then for movies, when you go there, you can watch Nope, not one of Knox's favorites of 2022. Now, I please say it. that again. On what service can you watch Nope, a really great Jordan Peele movie? Peacock. I don't understand that. I saw that on the Peacock page and I was like, what deal? What deal with the devil did they strike <laughs> so to get this he's movie? He's counting his money at his beach house with Chelsea Peretti. Now, also Booksmart. Uh, that is a green light of both of ours. We love that movie if you've never seen it. One of mine, Mrs. Eris, goes to Paris. Like, you want to watch that. It's such a heartfelt, loving, like, dreamy show, dreamy movie that you can watch. And then Christiana, who runs our company, her favorite Christmas movie is The Family Man starring Nicolas Cage, and it is on Peacock. Lots of folks, when we mentioned, that's the only time people got off my Peacock, about Peacock, was right. that they love The Family Man. That's apparently a beloved Christmas film, which I've never seen, so I plan to watch it this holiday season, because guess what? I have Peacock. I have it. I have it. That's not a Christmas movie. I had to bring it to people. No, I know we're going to get it. We've already, we're going to talk about this in a future episode that we've already recorded, yep. where you explain what is a Christmas, which I love, because somebody on our staff said people who have hot takes on what is and what isn't a Christmas movie. It's not, it's not a hot take. It's just a normal person. It's just a normal discourse take. That's what that is. <laughs> Listen, okay. and I, I want to add to that. Um, you can, if you, if you do try Peacock, I would recommend uh, checking out Pitch Perfect colon Bumper in Berlin. No. Uh-uh. Now, yes, Jamie, no? here's why. Really? We we <laughs> we need to if the if the second and third pitch perfect movies weren't bad enough, welcome to Bumper in Berlin. Now, the only reason you should watch this is to celebrate the economy. Celebrate people getting paid. Celebrate uh Adam Devine, Sarah Highland, oh, Elizabeth wow. Banks, Megan Amram getting paid. Is this movie good? I don't even know if it's a movie. I think actually I think it's a series. Is the series good? No, it's not. <laughs> it cannot be. It's impossible. No, it is but not. But did they get paid? 
Yes, they did. And I like it when people get paid. So just like maybe give it 10 minutes and then dip. But be like, thank, I'm, I'm thankful and happy that people got paid for this. On Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score is 43%. Okay. That's that, close to 60, which is fresh. But that audience score is 75%. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of people with bad things on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a reminder. If you wanted to uh, do a trial on Discovery Plus, honestly, I don't know what the difference between Discovery Plus and Paramount Plus is. I thought they were the same. No, but they're, I guess no, they're, not. they're different. That's, That's my Warner bad. Brothers versus Paramount. Sure, whatever, guys. Uh, but did you know that they're, uh, the final the final flip or flop is airing? It's called what? the final flip or flop between Christina and that guy Tarek who had cancer and then like a listener or a, an audience member saw it and was like, hey, bro, you got cancer. He was like, I have cancer. And then he got operated on. He was like, thank you for showing me I have cancer. Do you, did you not read the story? What are you talking about? Are- honestly, Jamie, when you talk about seeing Matilda dances on TikTok, I still don't know what you're talking about. I think we, we just, we exist on different worlds on the internet. Well, I, but for the record, I'm talking about a classic by Roald Dahl and you were talking about what? A, I talk about a, home, a man a home whose life was saved. <laughs> No, it it Come is literally. You're better than me. Hold, I'm not. I'm not. It's called. It's. It's. I want to make sure I've got the name right because there's a colon flip or flop colon the final <laughs> flip. Okay, wait. Which that's just that's just expert titling. Okay. Wait, weren't they married and they divorced, but they still they kept their show? They yes, they still kept their show. I think both remarried and both divorced. Right. And I think yeah, they hated each other, but then they also hated the new people they married. I think that's true. And if that's wrong, please have some self respect and don't correct me. <laughs> Because I won't care. You don't want I to be right won't. about this. You don't want to be right about this. I'm right about the cancer thing, though. He did have some kind of cancer that is, like, visible. And a nurse who treats that was like, bro, you have cancer. And he's, like, his, he's alive now. Well, that final is good. Flip, final flipping or flopping because of that person. Okay, so, good. Yeah. Let's celebrate life. And let's celebrate people getting paid, Jamie. That's, <laughs> That's what I'm about. Let's do it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, another smooch I have, this is another movie, uh, and this is The Whale. Obviously, we've talked about The Whale. Oh, we've yeah. talked about the trailer. Uh, Aaron's not here because I'm assuming she's having a stress panic attack in advance of you guys traveling <laughs> Listen, to Europe. No, she, is can I fair? say a pause like a thing? She found out they didn't read the five print on that one of the countries <laughs> were <laughs> One of the countries we're going to does require that you have had a booster within 270 days. And maybe someone in her family had not had a booster and had to go get it this morning. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Because when we were preparing for this episode, we're like, maybe Aaron will be here and we can do this or that. And it was just like, we both realized there's no way Aaron's going to be able to make it this morning. (laughs) There's no, And that's not a dig on Aaron. It's just European travel. It's It's, tough. It's complicated. Multi-day. So, uh, but Brendan Fraser stars in this. This is, uh, uh, it's a movie. It's based on Samuel Hunter, the playwright, his uh, 2012 play about a 600 pound man who wants to reconnect with a 17 year old daughter. Uh, this, like, all I'd say is it's the Brendanessance. Um, this feels 100%. like a, a genuinely lovely film about empathy. Um, and I think this is from a filmmaker who is one of the last that we have who's still like consistently working, but also uncompromised artistically by a franchise or superhero IP. And for me, that makes him very interesting. I'm even putting my money where my mouth is. I've placed several different wagers on Brendan Fraser winning an Oscar for this role. So I'm invested in this. And I also think it's going to be a coming out party for Sadie Sink and Hong Chow as well. I I watched the menu this weekend. Uh, Your green light last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you like it? Excellent. It's so slick and good. And she, Hong Chow, is so very... thought she sold the show in a lot of ways uh, for me, but I'm glad that Sadie Sink's getting off uh, Netflix and off TV and getting into movies. I want to see how she's received, but I just, I cannot wait to see this movie uh, uh, take Hollywood by storm. I, I read think. this morning that Brendan Fraser is the front runner in like in close competition with Colin Farrell for best actor. Oh my gosh. If Colin Farrell beats me and takes money from me, I will hate him, <laughs> but I'll also love him because I love him. You know, Because we love him. Yeah, of course. Honestly, ben- Banshees of Inisherin was in Chattanooga for 38 minutes. It was Listen. it was there and it was gone before I could even Y'all, Hollywood, do you want us to watch movies? Could you help us? Like, we just don't, we don't need it in every theater. We just need it in one no. theater. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard here, but you We're guys aren't giving you. me like anything. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So the weather's getting warmer and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. Y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am 
super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e.com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're all so predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, R has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting rframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone, or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash popcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcastpod. Um, okay, those are smooches. Jamie, what would you like to marry for December? All right. So I think every month is a good month to read. What? I'm like a librarian <laughs> who makes sure people don't rub anything on the books, you know? So I'm going to say you. my marriage. We need more of those librarians. Honestly, we do. I've been saying that. Okay. So the hol- like December is read a new book month. That's literally its holiday. It's not true. It is true. And so I'm going to recommend three books to you for this month. The first is fiction. I've already read it. It was freaking excellent. It's called The Light Pirate by Lily Brooks Dalton. Listen to me. The opening line of the description was Florida is slipping away. I was like, all (laughs) in? Yeah, this is nonfiction or fiction? (laughs) This is fiction, but it's about a family who is living in Florida during a hurricane, Hurricane Wanda, and maybe some of their kids disappear. She goes into an early uh, labor. Her husband then disappears. She has a baby in the midst of chaos, decides to name it what? 
Wanda after oh. the hurricane. Okay. That's a mistake, I think. And then it's the story of Wanda, like growing up and kind of moving through her childhood to adulthood. Um, and the the world is different. Here's the thing. Lily Brooks Dalton, sh- she is able to, you're just like, I'm in it. I feel it. I can feel the water on my face. I can feel the humidity. I can feel the tension. It's really so excellent. So that's my first recommendation. And let me just uh, piggyback on that. Uh, Lily Brooks Dalton, she wrote uh, Oh yeah, Green she wrote one of your green lights. Right? Good Morning Midnight. And I think I even greenlit the movie, even though the movie's eh, but it's just, I like seeing it because I read it. But that Good Morning Midnight is amazing too. So Lily Brooks Dalton is an incredible writer. It's a good oh, I, It was so good. So my second, and this this is nonfiction, and this goes from, I want to first reference a Twitter uh, back and forth that was one of my favorites of last year, and it's gotten, it's coming to my feed again, because people have rediscovered it, you know, on Instagram a year later, and, but it's Uber Facts, Uber, they just, they just tweet facts, and so they tweeted out, a blue whale is larger than a basketball court, and then Salvador Gomez replied, Americans will use anything but the metric system. <laughs> Which is a running gag that I love. And then Kirk Tastical responded to that person and said, come within three whales of Americans, say that to my <laughs> So, uh, So Americans are a situation, but I love when people come from other countries to America and then have their perspective. And that's what this book is about. This is A Coastline is an Immeasurable Thing, colon, A Memoir Across Three Continents by Mary Alice Daniel. And Mary Alice Daniel, I had first seen as a poet, she has won several Young Poets Awards. And so when I saw that she had written a memoir, I was like, oh, I'm all in. So she uh, she comes from Nigeria. She grew up with her family. They grew up in uh, the area of Nigeria, which was the birthplace of Boko Haram. You know, not great. Her parents were uh, teachers at the university. And then, of course, you know, the Nigerian dollar destabilized. They had to kind of become nomads. They moved to England where she, this is a quiet, she said, England looked blanched like all color had been boiled out. It lacked the characteristic angry red Nigerian dust that gets into everything, which London does look pretty blanched. I'll be honest. I mean, I don't have the Nigerian aspect, but that's how I imagine London. It's just that's 100% stripped of right. color. And yeah. then my favorite part is then they get jobs. <laughs> they get jobs in Nashville, Tennessee. Her dad gets a <laughs> professor's position. And they become, her parents become Christian evangelicals. Whoa. And she was like, it created an apocalyptic paranoia in our home in okay. terms of what we could watch and what we couldn't watch. And I was like, oh, I feel connected to you. Been there. Uh, yeah. Been there, Mary Alice. And so it's this kind of beautiful story. And she talks about it being like her work to, uh, as, as an American African, which I thought was a really interesting concept of like, mm, how do you, mm-hmm. how do you integrate this place that you come from with this place you now live and or have affection for. So it's excellent. It's, it's such a good book. Uh, I'm going to do, I've got a book as well. I'm going to, I'm going to do here. And uh, it is called screaming on the inside colon, the unsustainability of American motherhood. I've heard Um, about this. Yeah. It's getting a a decent amount of buzz. Uh, It's out December 6th. Uh, and this is from Jessica Gross, who is a New York Times opinion writer. Um, and basically what she does in this book is she explains how we got to the current modern moment, why the current modern state of expectations on mothers is wholly unsustainable, and what we can do better going forward. Um, I like any book that – you know, in a lot of ways, I think a good – uh, nonfiction book on a, on a niche topic like this should feel like a column with a lot more space. And I think columns or, or, or pieces or blog posts or subsects or whatever, uh, so often they aren't allowed the benefit of context, you know? Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, the idea here is she goes backwards 200 years first um, oh. and identifies and isolates unrealistic parenting expectations and shows kind of how they trickle forward to form what we're in now. And I like the idea that not only does she isolate what the problem is, but she also offers a solution, right? If you can create a problem, I feel like you also have to create a solution. And it feels like that's what she's trying to do in this book. So I'm really excited. Obviously, I've got a bias in wanting to understand this uh, as well. But I think it's such a fascinating idea that I think, you know, outside of Anne Helen Peterson, I'm not seeing a ton of uh, academic work beyond just like posts or memes about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm really excited to see uh, what Jessica uh, does with this. Okay, me too. All right, what else you got? Okay, my other Mary for the month is, as I mentioned, December is Read a New Book Month. It's all, you know, it's all- You can keep saying that, Jamie. It's not a real thing. It is not a real thing. I refuse. It's, there, uh, this, December is also other months to observe other things, some of which I think you should marry, (laughs) and some are honestly kills. See how hard I work to make this into a (laughs) Mary? So listen, okay. 
Okay, so it's also December is bingo month. Do you have bingo? Is bingo a big deal where you are? Because it is a huge deal where I am. It is not a big deal for me. God, bingo is everywhere. And if you've never been to bingo, let me encourage you. It is a good time. You sit down, you pay. Like, I I think I paid. Maybe I'm not supposed to say because I think it might be illegal in Alabama. But it's like Hypothetically, though, if you were to do it. That's right. Hypothetically, they might ask you to pay $5 to get in. And then yeah. you get like 10 cards and they serve fun snacks. And it's like, that's like, it's Jägermeister, I think was what I was served. It was sketchy. Is, it, is this a charity or is this just like. No, no, no. This is a for-profit. Like, like an underground bingo speakeasy. Yeah, all the I'm windows, suddenly fascinated All the windows are blacked out. I will say that. You can't Are there old in. people there? Because oh, I'm imagining so a lot of old people. only old people wow. and me. Like, Holy cow. <laughs> I know. So I would encourage you to celebrate Bingo Month. December is also Eggnog Month. Bump that. We're not doing eggnog. Eggnog is gross. Stop sure. trying to make eggnog happen. Raw okay. eggs. It's the fetch of December, allegedly. Gross. Yeah. Okay. It's also Learn a Foreign Language Month. Did you know that I am In a learning... month? You're supposed to learn a foreign language in a month? No. Like, yeah, it's Christmas month. month. I thought I did a month. Look, I'm learning Italian today because I fly to Italy today. <laughs> Give us a taste. Give us a taste and, and try to use your hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't not use my hands. Salva, mi chiamo Jamie. Okay. Uh, dove il bagno? I That's... feel like I'm I'm at the White Lotus right now, and it is. Just I really also good. know it's gratia and mm-hmm. uh, prego. Prego is not just a sauce; it also means you're welcome. Now, have you decided? Cause I think we talked about this in the more you know in a future of the more you know. But have you decided on whether or not you're going to embrace Barcelona? Or are you going to do that? I am going to say Barcelona. Okay, there you are. Yeah, but what you am are. I? Where am I going to actually say it? It's like the title of a movie. Why would I say it? You said you're going to get blessed by a priest, which that would have been. Oh, like that, that is going to be in Barcelona. Okay, it is going to be. So, yeah, just yeah, be like, right. I, I enjoy being here in Barcelona. Okay, you know? I'll do that's it. That's a very casual way I'm to say it. I'm not afraid that. to do that. I will 100% do that. Also, by the way, it is write a friend month. No, don't no. do that. In no. December? Does anyone know how busy December is? And now we're learning foreign languages and bin palling? It's ridiculous. No, we can't do that. Go play bingo. That's the way to escape everything is go pay your $5 allegedly and enjoy a nice bingo night. Um, uh, I've got, uh, two Marys. These are dad lights. Okay. There's big dad light energy here. Um, but I feel good about them. The first one is national treasure colon edge of history. It okay. Looks so good. It looks good. It's about time they franchise this off. I'm yes. surprised it took this long, but I'm so excited about this. Uh, it's actually uh, written by the same people, the Wibberleys. Uh, it's a husband and wife writing team who were behind the movies. And I, I like that it's diverse. I like that it's led by uh, a female protagonist who's not tomb raiding in active gear lingerie. <laughs> um, I like that it uses Harvey Keitel and Catherine Zeta Jones, which these are I didn't know that. these are wild pulls to get these people. I can't tell. In the trailer, if you watch it, Harvey Cattell is either gunning for an Oscar or he's completely mailing this in. I don't know which. I'll have to watch the show to find out. But I was just excited to see him because he, he feels like Jewish Joe Pesci to me. And I, they don't show – like he, neither of them show up much. But when they do show up, I always love to see it. Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah. Lastly, it's got my favorite thing in the world, which is Justin Bartha. Not him, but as the only holdover from the films because he wasn't busy enough to say no. Like everyone else was working. Kruger, working. Cage, working. Other people, working. Um, But Bartha is like when uh, Dustin Diamond returned to Screech on Stay by the Bell, uh, the new class. Yeah. He's like Belding's assistant because he it was either that or do a sex tape. And at that point, it wasn't sustainable for him to do a sex tape. So he came back. I love when that happens. And I'm glad that Justin Bartha is back. And honestly, I would like to pitch an idea that they do like National Treasure colon the hangover, yes. like a crossover, where instead of everyone else with him, it's just Justin Bartha trying to find his friends and also trying to solve ancient riddles and find artifacts. But no one's – Bradley Cooper's not there. Zach Galifianakis is not there. Nobody <laughs> – the baby, Nicholas but the Cage baby is, not there. is there. It's Carlos and Justin Bartha, <laughs> and they're trying <laughs> – Tell me you're not watching that. No, I'm watching that for sure. No, wait. Harvey Keitel was in National Treasure. He was the FBI agent. Yo, was he really? I yes. forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's my bad. But he still, I don't know if he's mailing it in or not. <laughs> no, no. So. Yeah, I think he was mailing it in in the first one. And he also, it's so funny. Nicholas Cage almost had nothing to do this year, but he had that great film. And so now he's like, what? I'm not going to do National Treasure. I had, I had an amazing film. What are you talking about? He's like, I might be at the Oscars. I could, I could be busy. You know who's not mailing it in, though? Catherine Zeta-Jones. She has embraced the, I'm a, I'm a cougar villain. She's embraced that role oh, I love in a her cougar life. villain. And she's so good in this. I don't even know what she's doing. Uh, but the other one uh, is uh, Puss in Boots, colon, a lot of colons. A <laughs> lot of colons. 
Are we at Pete Colon? People are asking. God, we have to be at Pete Colon. Feels like we are. Uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. And I just want to continue. I don't have a lot to add. It's just, here's the premise, Jamie. Puss in Boots. And I I, I did my diligence here. Okay. Because I was like, is this Antonio Banderas? Or is this someone who sounds like Antonio Banderas? Uh, Because if it is someone who sounds like Antonio Banderas, I'm out. And I'm full disavowed. What's he got going on? Of course it's him. Watch your mouth. Okay. (laughs) It's National Antonio Banderas Month. It is in December. I've confirmed that. <laughs> but okay. it's not. I'm kidding. I made that up. It looked like you were trying to Google that. I can confirm I it's not actually, that. <laughs> I was seeing when his birthday was just to see if it would work out. And no, he was born in August. He is 62 years old. Of course he was. A hot summer birthday for a hot summer guy. <laughs> That's right. That makes total sense. But here's the idea. How many lives do cats get, Jamie? Nine. He's on his eighth and he just found out. <laughs> so now it just means more. Like How in the SEC. How just find out? How well, did, because would, would you think you would keep track of that if you were like, I have nine lives only? Well, uh oh. <laughs> as he says in the trailer, I'm not a math guy. So <laughs> that's literally a part of it. Okay, I'll, I'm back in. I'm back in. And they do uh, steal a part from Coco where someone dies by a bell falling on him. That's not a spoiler, <laughs> that is in the trailer. So. But it's him. It's Salma Hayek. Uh, Flo Pugh shows up in this as Goldilocks. I'm all in on this. When the Puss in Boots, I guess the the original movie came out. Yeah. I In my memory, I knew I'd seen it by myself. I'd gone to see this movie by myself in the middle of the day. And in my memory, it was because of this job. Like I was doing it for the pop culture, right? Right. But it was 2011. So that was not a thing yet. So that just means I, as a middle-aged person, ducked out of work on the job that I didn't like to go see Puss in Boots in a theater by myself. And I have no regrets about that. And you were not fired. You were not fired. They didn't know. They didn't know. know. It's remote. God bless remote work. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm excited for both of those uh, movies. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dusty in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Um, okay, let's now do the kills of December. What you got, Jamie? Okay, for December, my first kill is that Christmas is on Sunday. I I think we can change it. I know it's just a few weeks away, but I think we can change it. Look, here's the thing. As someone who worked on staff at a church for several years, this was the worst case scenario. And I think even for the average person or even for the atheist who doesn't even care about the religious aspect of Christmas, I think Christmas should be on Saturday. Yep. Standard across the board. Okay. Yep. Jesus wasn't even born on December 25th. He was born in like September or something. Right, like, right. listen to the Bible Binge if you want to hear more about that. Uh-huh, His name's uh-huh. not even Jesus on the Bible Binge. It's Josh. Josh. Come Game on, changer. you guys. And so Christmas should be on Saturday. So I would like to kill December 25th and marry the fourth Saturday of, of December. Like, just, just do it. Let's just do it like Thanksgiving. 
can I interest you in a uh, in a Thursday? Because the thing I like about Thanksgiving okay. is because it plants its flag on Thursday, okay. well, Friday is broken. So now you got a Thursday. Oh. And honestly, you know, it's a kind of a big holiday. So let's go Wednesday half day, right? So before you know it, that's the whole week. <laughs> and I like what they're well, doing Well, that's there. the thing is because Christmas Eve is a big deal too because so many people have to go light candles inside and like sing Silent Night. Yeah. Which again is not a theologically accurate song. And nope. so I just – I don't understand – why we're trying to do it on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday. I agree with you. So I like yeah. a half day off on Wednesday. Let's have a Thursday, Christmas, and then you're just automatically. And there's nothing going on. Like there's no after. We And also we're going to kill after Christmas sales. We can't do that either. Like We're not. Tire discounters. I love right. you. Don't. <laughs> Stop it. I, I don't care. I don't need care. I, just I don't need them. it. Uh, I'm going to kill the movie Babylon, Jamie. I'm going to kill it. I think I'm going to kill right. it right I'm there in this crib. I'm proud of you. I know this is difficult for you. Okay, thank you. Uh, that felt condescending, but I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> this is from Damien Chazelle. I love Damien Chazelle. Oh, yeah, I think no, he's, he's great. One of the talented, most talented filmmakers we have uh, working right now. Uh, this stars Marco Robbie. This stars Brad Pitt. Uh, and this is too much. The trailer's too much. It's and too I, much. I realized I, I made a list of tra- warning signs in a movie trailer. Okay? okay. And if you see any of these, you need to just mark it down as something to watch for. Okay. okay. So the first thing, too many cuts, all right? When trailers are, look, trailers are made to have like quick cuts because we have poor attention spans, so I understand that. But this is like an editor on meth cut this together, and that tells you they're hiding some stuff, okay? Uh-oh. Because if they don't keep it on anything for at least a couple seconds, you know that nothing's really cohesive. And add to that, I'm going to add another warning sign. When the trailer feels messy, like if you walk away and the trailer looks like a teenager's bedroom, that's a problem, yes. okay? Yes. Doesn't mean messy can't mean good, but usually messy is a strategy to obscure some bigger problems. Uh, on Thanksgiving, we had to do back-to-back dinners, and my son was like, I don't want to overeat at the first stop and, and not be hungry for the second, because the second one, that's where the good food is. So it's like, how do I do that without oh. them calling me out for that? Right. And I was like, well, what you want to do is fill your plate, but like slowly mess it up, and then like real quickly and very decisively stand up and go, oh man, that was good. And pat your stomach and like hide your plate and then like go ahead and like shovel that stuff into the end of the trash. And then no one will ask you on that. So you're, you're making that mess to obscure something else. I think that's what this trailer is. Okay. This trailer is so messy. And I feel like it's obscuring that this is actually not a very good movie. Scientifically, why do you pat your stomach when you're full? Just to be like, it's full, full in here. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's like a full belly. It? It's highlighting it. Yep, full, full <laughs> stomach pouch there. You boom, know, boom. I love Margot Robbie, but I did see that Emma Stone was supposed to be in this originally, which uh-huh. I kind of like because her being Damien's muse is yeah, very interesting. I think I'm that's great. I love that. muses. Yeah. But I also saw that Flea is in this. Yeah, Flea's Flea. in this too. Flea. I don't, I don't need Flea to be in stuff. I don't need Flea to be nude. And I don't need him to no, be in stuff. And I that's just either. that's just tough talk from Coach Knox. Also, if vibes are a character in the trailer, that's not good. This usually means all the characters are flat. So you got to amp it up. It's like yeah. putting sriracha on, on like your change your life chicken. It just means your chicken's bland. <laughs> That's why you have sriracha here. That's and right. I'll say, if you look at the cast and there's over two and a half a-holes... <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> oh, we I got can Toby I name- Maguire. Yes. Oh, sure. Go, no, go. Yeah. Toby Maguire. Uh-huh. Brad Pitt. Okay. Half. He's the half, maybe. Uh, sure. I'll allow it. Uh, who's the third? There's an Olivia Wilde in there. Oh, yeah. Olivia Wilde. Which Wild. that could be a half. And there's a Jeff Garland. And I understand oh. that he's getting treatment for bipolar stuff. And like that's the thing. And I'm glad he's getting help. That doesn't mean for the last 25 years he gets a blank check for being an a-hole to literally no, everybody he's ever worked exactly with. So right. watch out for that. And then finally, when I don't understand what the movie's about <laughs> from the trailer, that's bad. Okay? Listen, when I Googled Babylon, it just took me to the biblical city. Okay. Like it was that's like, a- is this what you want? Because you couldn't possibly want that movie because we don't know what that's about. Do you know what the modern version of Babylon is now? I learned this the other day, and I don't even know if it's true, but I'm listening. This is going to be the sickest segment. Like, go ahead and clip this. Okay. Madison, Jason, clip this. Put this on YouTube because it's going to get millions of views. <laughs> um, I was listening to an audiobook about Akhenaten and his wife in Egypt. Okay? That's okay. the audiobook. It's wow. awesome. Cairo is the modern Babylon? I didn't know that. Oh. I thought it was Iraq. I thought Hal Lindsey told me that. I took that thing to the bank, man. I felt so like misinformed at this point. That's why you have to be careful about your history. That's why I choose Freaking not to learn it. Bible because... scholars, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, is Margaret Robbie, is she, is, she in a, is she in a slump? Amsterdam and Babylon, her city choices are not great. Look, it's not that her picker's broken. It's just she didn't have to have a picker anymore. She just 
could do anything she wanted, you know? That's and right. now I think after this movie, maybe she'll have to be a little more choosy about what she does. But this, I think if, if trailers are elevator pitches, this trailer is the elevator pitch equivalent of like Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie and a lot of recognizable Hollywood whiteies are in a movie that feels like like an episode of Jersey Shore. Well, where it's just a lot of stuff happening. Speaking of Hollywood whiteies, next year she's in a Wes Anderson film. Wow, the what? <laughs> I feel like maybe one director a year should get like the you get to be the all whitey guy. Yeah, like and you everyone can have else, your all white film. Let's mix it up and a little then bit. we're not gonna do that anymore. But thank yeah, you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think we need like four oh, of them. Okay, so my second kill for December is nativities. And I mean all of them. All nativities wow. anywhere. And I mean the one uh Jan, my mom has in her house where she does make the wise men stay in the kitchen as opposed okay. to the rest of the nativity is in the den. Oh, she the- puts the wise men in the kitchen. That's I like right. That. Theologically, they do not belong at the manger. They sure. come later. And so I like that. However, these the one in Jan's nativity, uh, they could have been in the first performance of a play by uh speaking of super whiteies, uh William Shakespeare. Mm. And they are super white. And not like Very just Euro white. Guys. Like they're yeah. they're literal porcelain. Like literal okay. they're literal porcelain and they are white. Like super okay. white. Now, uh since I moved, I have been visiting churches during the holidays and I have mm-hmm. learned a new pro tip of when you're when you're visiting churches, you make, you know, you keep a little notepad of like, oh, I love that. The people were super nice. The sermon was good. The vibes were there. Also make a note about their nativity. That's in the oh. front. Because look, I was at a church, I drove by a church where Mary was a Mac Studio Fix NC10, if you know, you know, and she had strawberry blonde beachy waves. Oh, um, that's true. And that's a choice. And I, no. that tells me a lot about your church. I'm going to be honest with you. It tells me a lot about your church. Now, you, just to, to cross the gap with the Bible Bench here, I believe in a, in a past Bible Bench episode, you made the case that uh, you didn't want old Joseph and young Mary. No, I'm sorry. You did want old Joseph and young Mary. You wanted 42-year-old Joseph no, and 40 I did not. You, I did not Jamie, want that. if memory serves, you pounded the floor about uh, uh, historical accuracy. You, no, you were like, I, I want teenagers with men, quote, Jamie Golden. No, I want babies. Oh, I want toddlers <laughs> across the board to be the nativity. I want sure. only toddlers. Just want to cut right through that. Be like that's babies exactly everywhere. That's right. And then they yeah. just hold like a baby doll. Like that's yeah. what I want. And if you're hearing that Jamie might have some hot takes for the Balenciaga uh, controversy, we talk <laughs> about that in the more you, you know. Freaking, I've got so many feelings. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, My last one, this is a kill, and I feel good about this, even though I'm probably going to be wrong, but I just, I feel it in my heart, so I just got to say it out loud. Avatar 2, let's just kill that thing. Let's just spear it. Yes, let's do it. Is it going to make a lot of money? Probably, but uh, I just don't care. I don't know what this trailer is about. Is it about like being good to the environment? I think so, and I like that. But I just I'm bored. I don't care about this movie. I I didn't see the original, and I feel good in like liberating myself and revealing that. I just never felt compelled to. I hate the Courier new font. Um, I hate the music where it's trying to make me feel things, even though this is like super CGI'd. I don't like James Cameron. He feels a little bit like there's there are, sometimes there are famous writers who write about the podcasting industry that you can tell hate podcasts. Like they actively hate podcasts. Yes. And I'm like, why are you in this industry if you're doing that? And he seems like someone who hates the moviegoers. He hates the moviegoing audience. He hates actors. He hates uh, executive producers. He hates screenwriters. And I just don't understand why he's here. So I hope this crashes and burns because I don't want 42 avatars. I don't want the avatar verse. I just want to get rid of this. I want to be done. Isn't this, I think, if I understood correctly, that this is the most expensive movie ever made. It's like a $400 million. Dollar, it's a $400 million budget. Production budget. That's not a marketing budget. That's a production budget. Yes. And this movie is the running time on this film. And I know it seems strange that we are constantly harping about running times, but it makes a difference in the quality of a film. Yeah. And this movie is three hours and 12 minutes long. That's too long. Guys, that's I just cannot, too long. Because then I'm going to have 25 minutes of trailers, and then I'm going to have a thing that's like, hey, clean up after yourself. That's going to take another 30 seconds. I can't. I can't no. sit for that long. I cannot. I cannot. There's a reason our episodes are not two and a half hours. Nobody needs that. And if they are, that means we're not editing anymore. And that's not good. Everybody needs an edit. That's just yeah. That's just ridiculous. And I don't understand why we're empowering people to tell You know why stories. he doesn't have an editor? Because he's his own editor. I just, yeah, it's too much. It's too it's much. Too much. Jamie. It's too much. 
So I feel even though even if it makes fifty eight quintillion billion dollars, I'm yeah. still going to want to kill that thing. No, so I agree. Um, okay, that's our Smith kill for December. I feel really good about that. I feel like we have set up our listeners to succeed. Um, if you thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Nextream.com slash four eighty two. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right, what is your red light this week? Okay, now I rarely use this opportunity to scream at people because December makes me gentler. But I also okay. started my period today. So great. God so it's national. Fall. Period month and National Scream at <laughs> That's People right. Month. Yep. Listen, there's a huge account on Instagram that invited followers who own small businesses to comment on a feed post with their own small business, right? And the intent was to have a place where folks who follow this creator could have a mini directory of small businesses that have like this creator in common, which is so nice. And then the bonus was, if your comment about your small business received the most likes, then you got some really valuable advertising, like okay. five figures worth of advertising. Wow. That's amazing. And that could be really, I mean, when you think about small businesses, that could be truly life-changing for a small business. And I saw, I went and saw podcast listeners who were sharing their small businesses in the comments, some BFOTs, some uh, friends of the show, and it really warmed my soul. And I liked all of their comments. If I recognized them, I I liked them. And some were self-published writers. One was a bookshop owner. One was an illustrator, a small indie makeup company. It was great. But then, then I saw a comment from someone who said, hey, this is my new small business in accessories. And they tagged their new small business. And the tag went to a small Instagram account. But what caught my eye was their name. Now, I'm not going to say it here. But I'm just saying, I thought, huh, is that who I think it is? And yes, it was. It was a multimillionaire that I have read about in Forbes, an entrepreneur, an ink. Now, I'm not saying you can't rightfully have a small business if you are wealthy. Obviously, as ancient scholar uh, Cindy Lauper taught us, money changes everything. Okay. Mm. And this person had recently been a guest shark on Shark Tank. What? Listen to me. The obstacles that you're facing in your small business are not the same as the woman who is supporting her family by creating Etsy prints out of a corner of her dining room. Okay. So you need to self-reflect and go, hey, one of my bus- one of my businesses sold for two hundred fifty five million dollars. Just one of them. And should I be promote? Should I be hungry and thirsty in these comments, knowing that I'm going to get a lot of likes because I have a ton of followers? Guys, self reflect. Did the- we didn't put the podcast didn't come in here and be like and because uh, I decided I was like, well, I'm not going to put us in there because I could have rallied y'all together and been like, do this, do this. But I was like, no, we we're stable enough. And big enough that we, I, I'm not going to, to one of our listeners who's indie publishing her own fiction novels, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be like, sucker, bye, we got this. You know, I'm not going to do that because I'm going to self-reflect. And so is it, it is nice. it the girl who did Spanx? Is that who it was? No, how dare you? Sarah Blakely is a treasure. Who was it? It was a Barbara? Not, the no, freaking Barbara. It was, like no, Barbara. she's not a guest shark. Oh, she well, sometimes she is. Honestly, she acts like a guest. <laughs> Say it and Jason will bleep it. No. I promise Jason will bleep you it. You promise? I swear, Jason. You promise. Jason, hold it your hand to, up. You have to bleep it. Okay. Oh, for real? Jason, yeah. don't bleep that. Let, let that run. No, let that run. She'll be in Italy. It. She won't even know. She won't even know. <laughs> oh, you have to bleep it. Guys, come on. Is there's just like, crazy? there's good faith and there's bad faith. And you need to live your life in and good I faith. I get it. She probably is very excited about her tiny business. But again, you don't need, you could pay for the advertising that you were hungry for. Like, yeah. you can afford it. Like, if you could pay for a PJ and it wouldn't change your life, you don't need to be on this post. Okay. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay. My red light is I got a couple here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm going to do them fast. Auburn University, uh, you danced with Lane Kiffin for a minute and it really made me think about what's important in life and whether or not I'd be a man of my word. And follow Lane Kiffin anywhere, even Auburn, even to the Plains. And I decided I would. And Craig McClellan and I, we made uh, plans to get matching lower back tattoos. It said War Eagle. The last is just a tease. They're not going to hire him now. I don't think Lane wanted it, to be honest. They're going to hire probably Hugh Freeze. That's guy. so gross. It, it is gross it, because it's layers of – it's an onion of grossness because not only did he use a company phone, LOL – to order sex workers like DoorDashes for five years at Ole Miss. But he also, when he was uh, at Briarcrest uh, in Memphis, a high school, he made an eighth grade girl change in his office. He wouldn't let her leave. And uh, he paddled a high school girl who opted for paddling over detention, thinking she would get a, a woman to paddle her. But he he 
bent her over his knee and paddled her, a high school girl, which is not cool. And I would go to Supermax for murder if that happened to someone that I was the father of, by the way. That's ridiculous. But, you know, it's Hugh Freeze. And so. here's the crazy part. I only knew about the, the nut stuff he did at Liberty. I didn't <laughs> even know about those other things. So he's yeah. triple gross. Auburn, dip, Auburn, Auburn. Them finding out about Hugh Freeze's escort working ordering is majestic because they were in litigation with a man, a grown man named Houston nut um, (laughs) because they didn't want to pay him. And in the diligence that he did associated with that, they found out Hugh freeze was ordering escorts. Like I order um, Chipotle. So ridiculous. Also Ohio state. How dare you? I said good things about you. I said you were fascinating and breathtaking to watch. You have more talent than the Harlem Globetrotters and you can't figure out how to beat Michigan a team that is like if a bunch of cavemen got together and organized themselves, it's like if if it would be like if someone with a lightsaber lost to someone with a frying pan. That's what <laughs> happened. And it did. And it literally happened. I'm not trying to insult Michigan. I'm so impressed with you guys. But Ohio State, my God, what's wrong with you? You should be ashamed of yourself. It's ridiculous. You have two big games a year. And you can't you act like you didn't know what Michigan was gonna do. And it's just it's just ridiculous. And then lastly, I'm writing about this at uh, my Substack uh, later this week, but this is uh, uh, t- t- today begins the season of car commercials telling you that it's a good idea to surprise by your loved one, spouse, partner a car to get into multi-year debt as a Christmas present and not consult them on this major decision. And I just want to say, you don't have to do that. That is not a thing we're normalizing. You shouldn't buy a car no. uh, and not consult your spouse or partner about that. So let's just like put that thing to bed. Wasn't a TikTok went viral because a man was filming and he was surprising his girlfriend with a house that they bought, but he used uh, half of the money from her account. That was Ooh. like, she had shared joint guys. Don't until you, don't, don't have joint accounts. Let me just pro tip. Um, but she lost her mind on the video like she was like how dare you you can't buy this house and it was actually a really cute house but he was like it's a great you just hear him in the back going it's a great house it's a great house how dare you You can't make a decision like this without me anything over 500 you got to have a convo about it you just do you (laughs) You just do do. ridiculous uh what's your green light this week okay i have two the first i can't believe i'm saying this but guys it's the docuseries pepsi comma Where's my jet? Listen, this thing is on Netflix, y'all. It is a docuseries about the Leonard versus Pepsico Incorporated court case from the 90s. If you don't remember, in the 90s, Pepsi was in a cola war. Remember Cindy Crawford, like being hot and sexy in a white tank? And uh, they launched this uh, point system where you could get T-shirts or sunglasses if you collected wrappers from or like, you know, you drank Pepsi. Well, in the commercial, it showed that you, if you had 7 million Pepsi points, you could get a Harrier jet, like a fighter jet, and uh, which was valued at the time for $23 million. Well, a kid, a teenager decides, oh, I can, I'm going I'm to collect 7 million points. And, and he does. He does. And Pepsi was like, uh, that was a joke. And they were <laughs> like, uh, well, there was no disclaimer on the commercial, so you owe me a jet. And so they go to court. And listen, here's the great. It's such a fun approach to the story. The documentary is made for an ADHD survivor like myself. Uh, It's a tale of kind of Mad Men meets Ferris Bueller meets wealthy eccentric and the friends we made along the way. It's about the Cold Wars, but it's also about family and friendship and mountain climbing and work ethics. So it's actually the sweetest story at the end. And you're just like, well, that was a delight. And it was fun, like nostalgia, but it was also because literally Cindy Crawford is interviewed for this docuseries. Oh, wow. And she talks about why she did the Pepsi commercials and why she like was all in. So, and it was money. You guys, it was money. Um, And then my second green light is a new book by Rob Delaney. Now, Rob Delaney is an actor we both really love. He was in the TV show, The Mutual Green Light Catastrophe. He has written a book before. This one is just came out this week. And listen, it's going to flatten you to the ground. So do not say that I did not warn you. This book is, it's Rob and his wife have moved to London for work and they had three sons and their youngest Henry was diagnosed with a brain tumor right after his first birthday. And it does not end well for their son. And so Rob is telling the story. He's such a good writer, but he's vulnerable and he's hilarious in the midst of the kind of this 
insurmountable grief, like truly, truly, truly. And the book is so delightful. And why I think it's great is because I think this time of year can be weirdly difficult because of strained relationships and trauma and hurt and people we love who maybe are gone. And I think this book is a perfect kind of hand to hold when you're navigating your own grief. Rob writes in the book, he said, there's a grim comfort on hearing others' pain. And I think Mm. he's right. And the book is so... It's so well done. And so the name of the book is A Heart That Works by Rob Delaney. You're going to love it. I, I'm i sure that's great. And I'll I know never you're not going to read close to that. But I'm sure it's amazing because <laughs> honestly, he's got such a great voice, not only like as an actor, but just creatively. Even if you've seen him online, you can just tell he has a oh, really yeah. great sense of like what's up. So yeah. um, that's a really good one. Uh, I, my green lights, I've got uh, a mini one. Uh, we mentioned small business at the top, and we mentioned problematic small businesses. My wife, Ashley, she's also got small business, Blue Willow, and she is, she's been prepping a launch for several weeks now on a collection uh, from, from her business, the Blue Willow, but it's themed after our favorite movie, the movie we watch every single uh, year on Christmas Eve. Uh, we've done it since we've been married, The Family Stone. What? Um, she's collected elements like Sybil's ring, her mug. Uh, <gasps> that's It's all really great. So she's launching that soon. So I just urge people I to be on the for that. I need Sybil's ring. It's so good. It's so good. She got it in the other day, and it looks amazing. I love it. Um, but the other green light is the Apple Plus movie, Spirited, uh, that I watched. I wanted to hate this. I assumed I would hate this because this is the Will Ferrell Ryan Reynolds musical version of the Charles Dickens uh, story, the uh, A Christmas Carol. And at every moment when I was about to turn uh, against it, because it was, it, it's not so that I don't like musicals, because I do like musicals, but I, I didn't really want to watch a Christmas musical, but it's so self-aware about how it uses the musicality of it. And it just, I think fundamentally, when you've got really charismatic, creative, funny people like Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, um, it's hard to go wrong. Yeah. And you can tell they really turned over the control over the voice of this movie to those two guys. And uh, so Will Ferrell's character plays, he's uh, a, a, an agent of Christmas, uh, a Christmas present, I guess, who takes, uh, they call it seasonal perps, uh, people who um, need to have a perspective shift. Um, he takes them on the adventure in, in conjunction with some other people, most notably Tracy Morgan, uh, the voice of Tracy Morgan for the most of the movie. Um, but uh, it's a, uh, it's a, f- a bit of a fish out of water, a bit, a bit of a two-hander, um, but the music's really interesting. It reminds me of, I cannot remember, I'm going blank. It's the Cicely Strong, Keegan-Michael Key uh, TV show. Schmigadoon. Thank you. It reminds me a lot of Schmigadoon, of like it is a musical, but it's not just a straightforward. It, it's a cleverly utilized musical. Um, and it, it just, you know, we did a Ryan Reynolds episode last week, but again, he just uh, remains almost above reproach comedically. And Will Ferrell, he's been in some stinkers. He's been in some good ones. This I don't know where this was in terms of the split with Adam McKay, like yeah. if this had already been decided or not. But this is a great uh, uh, first move uh, against that split. So well, and uh, I, I highly recommend it. I realize the director and the writer is also the guy that did Hot Tub Time Machine and okay. Instant Family. Instant Family with Mark Wahlberg, which I really loved. It's a sweet, like, precious film. So that encourages me. Yeah, so I, I would, you know, if you're interested at all in a Christmas kind of vibe movie, um, I think you'll really, really enjoy this. It's a little, there's some language and there's some um, Im, implication of sexy stuff. Okay. So, you know, got to be careful with kids, uh, depending on where they're at developmentally, but uh, highly recommend, highly recommend. Okay. Um, okay, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And before you go, remember anytime you're doing shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to Amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So you purchase these on affiliate link. Your favorite item purchased using that link this week was, Jamie, this is a hornbone dog chew. Listen, I do not like the title of this. And plus the subtitle says, uh, dog chew toy for aggressive chewers. <laughs> you, let me tell you what you don't want in your uh, in your dating profile. Okay, it's aggressive chewer. Okay, this has 4.5 stars. Out of five with 28 ratings. So it's, it seems like it's a pretty new product. My favorite was the most critical review was from B. Shamford, who said, Benabones are my gold standard, as they are what I always have around for my dog. And the one she will reliably go to when some no-name bones get ignored. This has a name. It's Hornbone. Mm-hmm. Um, this no-name bone was no different. My dog gave a chew, and I liked the shape, but she lost interest pretty quickly and dug a Benabone out of her basket. <laughs> So angry. All right. So this is, but if it's for you and your dog, if your dog's a horn bone, horn dog, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh-huh. Make it happen. All right, you guys. 
Don't forget to check out the links to our staff and their own special projects along with Ashley's Lewis Willow. They're working on, it's a great way to support small businesses. And, you know, we, even if like we support them, even though obviously we're multimillionaires in every way. Um, uh, I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox Cohen. You can find me on socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.